Hello friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing today, Lulu? Fantastic. How's everybody's April showers going? <laughs> Finally April. It's my birthday month. Yeah. Um, all super, right, so we're in the house, right? Uh, screaming further into my 30s. <laughs> Listen, and I'm about to leave this, so just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today's topic is sexual fantasies. Yay. So, building up from last week's episode, which was about sexual energy, um, we're going to talk about how to construct sexual fantasies for solos and couples play. And at the end, we'll share some of our favorite prompts or keywords that help us slip into our own sexy fantasies. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so this should be fun. pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are sexual fantasies? Sexual fantasies are based on experiences, real or imagined, that you can use to turn you on. They don't always have to make sense. They don't always have to be a reflection of what you would like to do in your real life. Fantasies are deeply personal and very complicated. You can keep them to yourself or consensually express them with a partner. And as a disclaimer, you know, we're not doctors and we're not giving medical or therapeutic advice. While fantasies can be a safe place to explore your sexuality, if you have a concern about your fantasies, you definitely should talk to a therapist or a sex therapist or some other professional to help you process them. All right. Yeah. All right. So how do I make a fantasy? A lot of people, myself included, sometimes have trouble coming up with a fantasy or they think they're not creative enough to make their own fantasy. Like they don't have a robust imagination. And of course you do. You just need to tap into mm -hmm. um, some of these ideas. We have some tricks that we can use to help build a fantasy for our self-pleasure or for couples play. Do you ever have trouble constructing a fantasy, Lulu? I would say yes sometimes because, you know, um, this thing called the body and mind together sometimes can be a little tricky thing. Sometimes the mind mm -hmm. is willing and able, but the body's like, yeah, no. And so sometimes, you know, we gotta kind of be on the same page. Like in your mind, this thing is happening. It's amazing. But your body feels tense still, even if it's like a solo play, like it's just not happening. And you're just kind of like, what is wrong? You know, so could you imagine if you're with your partner and that same thing is happening and you can't really express to them like what's happening? Like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, I don't know what's wrong. In my mind, it is on. <laughs> but <laughs> physically, I'm just like, yeah, not right now. <laughs> I really want to mentally, but... Uh, see me next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and then you know, as we've talked about with every episode, communication is key. Yes. Um, so talking about your sexual fantasies with each other might be a nice way to engage in sexual play without necessarily having sexual touch. Yes. You know, so if your body's not really feeling into it, you can still explore some of these mental exercises. Very um, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. How do I make a fantasy? One of the things that we um, talk about is incorporating the basics of storytelling. Who, what, when, and where. 
And although this is like an easy template to get you going, your fantasy, again, only needs to make sense to you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to get wrapped up in details. Just kind of keep moving forward. Um, this doesn't have to be a complicated process, but it does help to do a little bit of prep work. So before going for the gusto, which is a phrase I love when Lulu says, so I'm stealing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Take a few moments before you kind of slip into things to think about people, places, and things that turn you on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting with the who, who is part of this fantasy? Are you a participant in the fantasy or are you picturing, are, are you watching a couple mm. or your favorite characters mm. together? Voyager, um, that sounds like fun. Right? Is it you and a current or former lover? What does this person or people look like? What is their personality like? How do they touch you? Is it soft and gentle or quick and rough with a frenzy of releasing sexual tension? Think about what they smell like. All of these different exercises can help you feel more in the moment within the fantasy, yes. right? True. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then the what. Think briefly about what is happening. What is the meat cute for your fantasy? It doesn't have to be complex. And your fantasy can start at any point in the story that you're constructing. Next, the when of course, this is very open, but you can think about the time of day. Is there a specific time of day that you find really romantic, like a sunset on the beach or early in the morning for like some morning sex? Um, <laughs> maybe a specific time period. You know, I've been watching Bridgerton and I've had a lot of thoughts about Bridgerton. Okay. So <laughs> do okay. I want to wear um, an empire waist dress and flit about my giant house? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, I mean, that whole show is, like, all about sexual tension because no one's allowed to be touching each other. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it nice. makes it all right. All the more steamy. Okay. Um, <laughs> think about the where. Have you ever walked into a space and immediately felt that rush of heat between your legs? Mm-hmm. Do you have smells that act like an aphrodisiac? For me... Um, my Burberry Black is my favorite perfume and that always like puts me in a little bit of a mood. And I also love my tobacco scented candles, which, you know, are a little bit spicy. There's a little bit of vanilla in there. It's like very luxurious and velvety, like a velvety smell. It's, I love them. Um, See, now just thinking about it, got you all excitable. It, it did a little bit. Uh, <laughs> How about you, Lulu? Do you have like a favorite scent that kind of like um, immediately puts you in a in a some kind of way? Um, my husband has uh, two particular oils that are really when he has them on, it's like okay. Yeah. And sometimes you know with oils when you put them on, they kind of linger on the clothes for quite mm-hmm. a while. So if I pass by them and kind of smell those things, it'll happen. Um, other real particular like when you say scents and things that really. That can even, in my mind, jog that it may just be time of day or something, you know. Mm-hmm. That may trigger it. Hell, you don't know. That'd <laughs> be a surprise. Like, Ooh. When you said oils, earthly bodies, Moroccan nights is like something that always, I love them. They okay. have like a showers, shower gel, um, 
lotion and and oil and it's like so good Mm. so good very sultry Mm, i think you got some um european musk or something or another but it's (laughs) just amazing when i smell it and so um (laughs) that's nice Um, so think about the places, you know, does it have lots of light or does it have like a Baroque or Bohemian setting? Um, lots of like drapey fabrics and textures, a view of the sea, the sound of waves crashing or the, or the rain. Like just try to engage all of your senses in this experience. And it's only going to heighten the sensation when you start, you know, pleasing yourself mm-hmm. um, or your partner getting into that fantasy. Mm. Yeah. So, are there any? <laughs> I just kind of describe the places that I find the most arousing. Um, but <laughs> all right, there's a you know, like I think my my ultimate fantasy is just to live in a very cozy lighthouse decorated the way I want. But <laughs> just water crashing all day. I just I love it. I love it. It's it's so it like all of that. I think water is just very calming. Mm. for me and you know for a lot of people but um so yeah if i could be like surrounded by that perfect setting um how about you do you have like a preferred um hmm. i love a good jacuzzi so let's say that um not even really to say jacuzzi i love a good tub or something with some jets it don't have to be like hot per se um i would love a good waterbed experience i think oh okay it's like like, i always want to have a conversation with someone who had a waterbed and it's like well how was the sex yeah yeah it seems like (laughs) god yeah i I haven't thought about waterbeds in such a long time. I forgot they mm. were a thing, but it yeah. does seem I just like... Know one, I know one person left with one, but that's an elder to me, so I don't feel as comfortable. Like, <laughs> waterbed sex going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds... That actually does sound kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I look some of that up, actually. <laughs> Nope. So now that we've we've given you some ideas as to how to set the scene, um, what happens if you just like can't find any inspiration? Mm. What are your suggestions, Lou? I want to say don't force it. You know, mm-hmm. um, again, it goes back to that mind and body um, setup because you know I would say honestly, for me, there may have been a time where. Mentally, the body, um, mentally, the body, right? Mentally, I was like, yeah, feel all aroused and let's do it. And maybe you started watching a porn and in your mind, it's like, yeah, I like it. Or, But then nothing was happening. Like your body wasn't getting that tingle that it usually gets. Maybe it was your, one of your favorites. You know, everybody has a playlist of porn also. And you kind of go to your favorites and you just like today, it's like, huh. Uh, it's just not, mm. then you like kind of moving around, trying to get it. Or maybe, like, okay, maybe if I just do it, I won't even look at the porn. I'll just, you know, get started, right? You go ahead and get a toy, whatever. And you're just there. And you're like, okay, what is happening? Why is nothing happening? I'm not mm-hmm. <laughs> getting anywhere with this. 
just gotta be like, look, today's not the day. Let's not force it. Let's not drill ourselves down to the ground and now we all swole up for two like this is okay. You gotta say, okay. This is not it. And um, we're gonna revisit this a little bit later, maybe. Yeah. I just stop. I just I just stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even with my I've... partner, I'm not in that headspace. I'm like yeah, we can't. No, it's not happening for me. Sorry. I hope mm-hmm. you finish, but I'm I'm just not in the participating mood right now. Again, communication. Yeah. I let you know that I'm just not in there right now, and I would like to actually be a full participant in it. Some people just like, oh, yeah, well, let's do it. Cause it's... No, no, no. If I'm not fully, I don't want to do it. I'll help you, whatever you need to finish. But I don't want to participate if I'm not in the mood. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, if you just can't get there, you can't get there. But you can always try again later or another day. Don't beat yourself up over not finishing because something's mm-hmm. going on. But also, like, let's say you're really jazzed and you you know, you want to slip into a fantasy, but you just don't know what to pull from. I say pull from what you know. You can yeah. use a sexy book. Memory. Pull, pull from, from memories. Memory. A TV show, like a hot scene in a film. And all of these things can just, you know, get you started. Mm-hmm. Um, inspiration can come from anywhere. And it, like I said, it only has to make sense to you. So yeah. if you're yeah. pulling from a whole bunch of different things, if you were to explain it to someone, it would sound bananas, but it yeah. only needs to make sense to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's true. Um, only from a memory, though, is really good. I've, I've done that quite a few. I'm like, oh, remember that time when? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun. Let's go back there again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's great. And what if I lose my fantasy? So you're in the middle of masturbating or having sex with a partner, and it just kind of slips away from you. I think at that point, you know, once you're kind of like in that space, it's not necessary to stay in that fantasy zone. Now we need to be current on what's happening right now. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of us, you know, we start off and we're there and that fancy, ooh, la, la, la. And then once we're deep in it, everything else, you know, kind of, goes away. I mean, I don't know everybody's thing, but if, for example, someone is watching porn while they start to masturbate, once they're deep in it, they're not watching this anymore. (laughs) This is what's happening at this moment. And so that goes to it because for that, for you, that part of that was that fantasy that you're watching and, you know, getting inspiration from that and that was helping you get jazzed up. And so now you're jazzed. And so you're not even paying no mind anymore. Exactly. Exactly. You don't need to hold on to the fantasy the entire time you're engaging in in pleasure or having sex with a partner. Um, It's going to ebb and flow with you, so just kind of go with that movement. So sometimes it might, you know, be more present with you, and other times it's going to fall away. And like Lulu was saying, as you're getting into, um, you know, pleasing yourself or or having sex, like, you start to focus more on those sensations as opposed to any type of external um any type of external potential focus absolutely Absolutely. Mm -hmm. i agree yeah 
All right. So what if my fantasy takes a quote unquote weird turn? And by weird, I mean like maybe unexpected, you know? And I say like, that's totally fine. Our mind does unexplainable things sometimes. Fantasies do not necessarily have to correlate with what you're interested in real life. If there's a persistent intrusive thought that's derailing your fantasy <laughs> and making you feel some kind of, you know, making you not feel comfortable or safe, you can acknowledge it, move on, try to block it. You can pause and kind of reset yourself, get yeah. more grounded. And sometimes you can even just like say out loud or in your head, you know, I see you and you're saying this to the intrusive thought. I see you. I know you're there, but this is my time. We could figure out whatever's going on later. Get out. You know, right. like, and like we said, you know, if there's stuff that's going on, please go talk to a therapist or a sex therapist or a sex coach. Um, and they can, you know, kind of walk you through, like, why is this intrusive thought popping in? Um, and what can I do to avoid that? But it, right. it happens to everyone. Like, no one is able to always hold on to a perfect fantasy. You know, something mm -hmm. weird can always pop up because our brains are weird. <laughs> Yep. Someone calls and then give back to the numbers like, how did that telemarketer get into this dream? Right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you trying to sell me auto insurance? What is happening? <laughs> I don't need a dealer's warranties. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes, yes. I mean, although I feel like, you know, some type of interesting porns could probably start from a door-to-door -door -door insurance salesman. Wow. <laughs> the dealer warranty guy? God, I wonder if they have one. I'm, I mean, what is it? Rule 34 of the internet? It mm. probably exists. The There's probably like some warranty. very niche work that's just about insurance yeah. salespeople. This is a dealer warranty company. Wanting to know, like, oh, so... <laughs> What else do you want to know? And they still have its own sex. What are what are you wearing to sell me right. that warranty? <laughs> are you coming on the hood or off? You know, right. so funny. <laughs> Definitely gonna look that up. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, if we find something, uh, we will we'll share it with you. There's like a, a Jake from State Farm porn parody. Ooh. Oh, there's my. gotta be. There has to be. And flow from progressive. Right? Yeah. And the lizard. Uh. <laughs> you know there was one with a lizard. Come on. It's in there. Oh, they, boy. They, it's somewhere. <laughs> Come on. <All> right. <laughs> the gecko gecko. Okay. <laughs> He's everywhere else, isn't he? Why not? He's everywhere else. He deserves oh. to be in front It's fine. <laughs> we have fun here. Um... <laughs> Somebody definitely fantasized about the gecko. <laughs> oh my god. It probably has happened. And again, it's not we're not yucking your yum if the Geico it's Gecko not, is the thing that gets you going. the Gecko can go right to the G-spot. Look at how the Gecko just knows I mean, he is very witty. He does have a lot of intelligence. So, like... Uh, oh, he can get the A and the G-spot at the same time. Oh, <laughs> so much 
much talent. Just have the tail right on your clip. Wow, that is amazing. Gotta find that now. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if uh with Bad Dragon got a got a if you if you're not familiar with what we're talking about with Bad Dragon, they do a lot of uh fantasy dildos. Yes. Um Dragon Collection is amazing. Yes, of various appendages of fantasy creatures, which are very interesting <laughs> and wild to look at, but very cool stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, to transition, how do I talk to my partner about my fantasies? Open, honest, say, hey, I really want to share this with you. Um not necessarily saying that it's something I want to try with you. Um, just kind of want to share it out loud and see how I feel about it. Because sometimes um, we don't even share our fantasies out loud with ourselves. So saying something out loud, you'd be like, huh, you know what? I kind of only like it from my mind. I don't like how loud. I don't like how that sounds out loud. In my mind, it sounds amazing. But out loud, I'm not really sure if I like it. Or maybe your partner's like, oh, yeah, let's give that a try. Maybe not all of it. We can dabble a little bit and kind of see where it goes. Or maybe all of it. Heck. Mm -hmm. Maybe like, they were like, oh, you know, I was thinking the same thing. Were we in the same dream together? <laughs> I didn't see you there. What are you talking about? <laughs> and maybe they'll be like, mm, I don't know. But the most important thing is please, please, please don't judge your partner. Don't make them feel... Lesson that they came to you and was vulnerable with you and shared this thing for them that was happening in their minds. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So if if you are the person who wants to reveal the fantasy, just tell your partner. We mm -hmm. don't need to make this a huge conversation and something bigger than what it is. You know, I, we're always afraid of rejection or confrontation. So you know, we may not always speak our minds. But I think overall, it's better to express yourself than to keep it in. Because like Lulu was saying, your partner could very well be into that and has been, you know, waiting to tell you about whatever right. that fantasy is. So, uh, you know, and if you're like super struggling with how to talk to your partner about it, like talk to a sex professional or talk to a, you know, a therapist and be like, hey, I want to bring this up with my partner, but I don't mm -hmm. know how to do it. And they'll walk you through that. We would suggest not having the conversation like in the middle of having sex or right when you're about <laughs> to have sex and you're like, hey, I want to do this thing. And then the person's like, I don't know what's happening. Um, you know, like no, do it in some kind of like neutral space where you both feel safe to talk and communicate. And 100% what Lulu was saying before, if your partner comes to you with their fantasy and it's not something you're interested in, it's okay to be like, yeah, that's interesting, but I don't think it's for me. Mm -hmm. You can do it in a way that's gentle and kind and does not make them feel ashamed of that because it takes a lot of courage to reveal yeah. some of that stuff mm -hmm. and to be vulnerable. And you don't want to shut them down because then they're not going to come to you with other things that they might want or need during mm -hmm. sex. You know, a yes, no, maybe list would be something, a really good tool to have, Great um, you know, to walk through that uh, experience together. And you know, again, if you're revealing a fantasy to your partner, don't force your fantasies on your partner. So if they've made a clear line in the sand, clear boundary that they're like, no, this is really not something I want to do. I don't even really want to talk about it. 
there right. might be many reasons behind why they don't want to share their fantasies. They don't want to participate in that fantasy. And you have to respect each other's boundaries. Mm-hmm. So you can communicate to to find some common ground in terms of setting something up. But if, like, you know, there's a clear, flat out no, you have to respect that and acknowledge that. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Lulu. So do you have any prompts to help build someone's fantasy? I'm thinking like three to five key words that maybe someone could build a story around. Hmm. When I saw that, I, um, for me, I thought about, you know, a song that kind of takes you there. Uh, an outfit, perhaps, that maybe takes you there. Not phrases really but things in that sense you know yeah you might have a favorite song that as soon as you hear it your body's like "Mm, there will be sex somewhere (laughs) boy i love a good tub bath you know um i just know when this person comes home they're gonna rub my feet and make me feel amazing it just really depends, I think, for me, honestly, because at any given moment, it could be different. I could, you could want a nice scalp massage. You could want someone to just help you take your bra off, and that. <laughs> that in and of it, just the process of having the bra off might be better than sex itself. Um, I mean, look, COVID's been real, real. <laughs> I haven't worn a lot of things. I'm basically in pajamas all day. No bras nowadays. Oh man, the thought of putting on bras to go out in public is like half the reason I just stay home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, See, it could be something as simple as like, oh my gosh, I know when they come home, they're going to take this bra off of me. Ah, can't wait. Yeah. And that's how the fantasy can start, right? Like the door closes and you hear that little plop on the ground. Mm-hmm. So nice to see you. Yeah. <laughs> so, and or for your partner, they know that you're already ready. Like they see the bra on the floor. Like oh, mm-hmm. like a trail of clothes leading to the already started. There's yeah. the bra. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I was you. what's your prompts now oh man you know i i just was thinking about the met gala and that's like in my fantasy life that's where i would i'd Mm -hmm. love to go to one day so i'm thinking like a museum it's like dark and has moonlighting and you go off into a secret room with your partner or maybe you meet a stranger across the room Mm. and there's that like instant lust connection yeah Um, And, like, I don't know, museums are, like, always mysterious and interesting places, so, especially the Met, the Met's amazing. Yeah, so, you know, just kind of slinking off and seeing what happens. All right, now. Yeah. (laughs) I love to be in a fantasy with an episode of True Blood. Ooh. Love a good vampire fantasy. I mean... True yeah. Blood had had some pretty Ooh, they had some spicy, amazing sex scenes. Wow, just groundbreaking stuff. So. <laughs> it's very yummy. It's 
one of those watch this to get you in the mood kind of episodes. Just that, just watch that episode, just that scene where he was having sex with her and her head turned around and they were still having sex. It's like, what? It's happening. Wow. I would say that's an unexpected, like, huh, didn't expect to be turned on by that, but mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. And we're here. <laughs> you know, speaking of, of vampire fantasy stuff, there's, um, did you ever see the show Being Human on sci-fi? not sure i think i've seen like commercial but i haven't i've never watched it no okay this actually really doesn't have to do with any of the supernatural part but it's Mm. between like the werewolf and his girlfriend um and there's like something about the way he like props her up on the kitchen counter i think Mm -hmm. he's like about he's like it's like a couple days before he turns into a werewolf so he's kind of like a little more animalistic and he just like and anytime i think about that scene i go oh Yeah. Anyway, um, so spooky supernatural stuff can Uh always be fun because they got that lust is like is real. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I mean, if you're living forever, what else do you have to do? (laughs) (laughs) Find new ways to have this sex thing, (laughs) right? (laughs) All right. So, Lulu, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up today? Um, fantasies are amazing. They can take you a lot of different avenues and streets and lanes and roads and byways and highways. <laughs> if you feel like, again, you feel like you're afraid of one and you need to speak to someone, please reach out and do that. If you feel like maybe your spouse or partner um may not understand and maybe you don't understand it, so you might want to just venture that way, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid if you feel comfortable with the fantasy to tell your partner, um, even if it's something that you may not realistically want to try, but you just want them to know that that may have been something that mm, we can maybe alter or modify, make yeah. it work for us. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you're a person hearing, please be receiving of that and not judge your partner. Absolutely. You said it perfectly. Yeah, just you know, be respectful of each other's boundaries, be open to each other's experiences, and don't be afraid to just get creative about it, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's it's just one one of the many ways to get in touch with that sexual energy that we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life or reach out to us on our new social medias. You can follow us on Twitter at Mindful Sex Ed Pod and on Instagram at Mindful Sex Ed Podcast. Mm-hmm. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. So please send this episode. And it's free. And it's free. It's the easiest thing that you could do. If you don't want to put a review out because it's public or whatever, just send an episode to a friend or post it on social media, something. Um, So send this episode or any of our other episodes to anyone you think might be interested. And lastly, check out all the podcasts on the Tickle.life network and visit Tickle.life for all of your mindful sex ed needs. Goodbye, everyone. And we will see you next week. week. Bye. 